0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, if you didn't catch it, I did drop a special edition podcast with the college football first four picks for week number seven. And then after you listen to that podcast, please go on to Twitter and vote for your favorite play as we attempt to go eight and oh year to date with that Twitter vote. That'd be something special if you guys could help me finally bust past that seven number. And win eight straight at something. It's been a fun run so far this year, and hopefully we can extend it at least one more week. What has not been fun is my lack of discipline on this podcast. And I looked at the man in the mirror tonight, saw the gray hair and the triple chin. Wasn't happy what I saw there either, but I'm really, really mad at myself. With what I've been doing and this is a great example doesn't matter how long you've been gambling all of a sudden you can get a rush you can I don't know what it was maybe it's because I've been appearing on different podcasts and you you kind of do some crazy things there to follow the format of the show but I, I absolutely have been killing myself by betting these correlated plays where if I lose the first five I'm going to lose two three additional bets none of them have been going my way so it's Basically, been a different form of chasing money. It hasn't worked for me. It's not my core competency. It's not what I should be doing. And yeah, I'll get past the money component of it because, once again, my unit size is basically the equivalent of two medium pizzas at Domino's. If I just don't eat for a week, I'll make up what I lost in baseball here on uh, Tuesday. But uh, yeah, not happy with myself. And it happens. It happens to all of us. And That's how I've busted out before, is you start to chase money, you start to do things that you normally don't do, and then you wake up in the morning and say, what was I thinking? And that's how I feel right now with you guys on this podcast. So the Tuesday results, I did go 2-1 and in college football, so that's a good thing. I cashed the first half under with Liberty and Jacksonville State. I cashed on Middle Tennessee, minus the three. Then I lost the Coastal Carolina App State over. A lot of offense in that game. They just couldn't finish a few key drives for me. Thought I could maybe get it to overtime and then get the over, but that didn't happen. On the frozen pond, I laid the one and a half with Pittsburgh. They lost by two. Yeah, that's how I started the NHL, I guess. Then baseball, once again, no comment. I'm not going to say anything negative. Uh, We're just going to move on to the next, and I will never, ever do what I did on Tuesday, betting all those correlated plays and letting two go sideways. And I'm the jinx out there, so Baltimore fans, I apologize for costing you the season Uh, by backing you so many times down the stretch here. But a little more housekeeping before we get to the card on Wednesday. Our NFL Play Me or Fade Me $250 contest update on Better Edge. I know most of you guys out there in this contest are listeners to the show, so I do want to congratulate our top five year-to-date so far. J.K., you're 19-6 and against the spread, so great job. Mr. EMP, 18-7 and against the spread. R-Y underscore guy 29, 17 and eight against the spread. Snow B-R-D-R 85, 16, eight and one against the spread. And four bagger, you're 16 and nine against the spread so far this year. And the National Football League in our Better Edge contest update. So great job, everyone. And if you're participating in the contest like me, and your name wasn't mentioned in the top five, remember, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. We still have 13 weeks to go in the National Football League, so let's get it done. So now, let's get to the card for Wednesday, and we start in college football. It's Sam Houston at New Mexico State. So Sam Houston is 0-5 this year. I love Jerry Kill as the coach at New Mexico State. The spread in this one is 3.5, but it scares me. Sam Houston has played the 35th toughest schedule in college football. Meanwhile, New Mexico State has played the 175th. Toughest schedule in football. That's right. 40 plus teams at the FCS level have had a tougher schedule this year than New Mexico State. The two teams have one common opponent. Sam Houston lost by five at Liberty. New Mexico State lost by 16 at Liberty this season. If history repeats itself, Jerry Kill will be extremely conservative with the game plan. He'll attempt to wear them down by pounding the rock. He'll play field position football and he'll keep this game under the number. So when in doubt, bet the first half under. That's what I'm going to do. I'm on the under 21 and a half in the first half between Sam Houston and New Mexico State. Next up on the card, this is a tough game to bet on. It's UTEP plus the two at Florida International. So I'm taking the one and five team that played three quarterbacks last time out because of injuries over the three and three team playing at home at one and five coming off the bye hopefully the miners of utep will be a little bit healthier this week and much more refocused for the second half of the season utep is averaging just 187 yards per game in the air but they are averaging 158 yards per game on the ground fiu ranks 125th against the run they're giving up over 208 yards per game on the ground both teams lost a lot of Tech this year. It's a coin flip game. UTEP has played the tougher schedule. So give me the Miners off the bye week on the road, plus the two at Florida International. Next up, we go to the Frozen Pond. So let's try it again. I lost an opening night, but we'll bet on night number two. I'll take the Carolina Hurricanes minus the one and a half over the Ottawa Senators at a plus 120. So Carolina should be one of the best in the NHL this year. Ottawa has some young talent, but I'll play the puck line tonight, once again with the Hurricanes, minus the one and a half. I'm not a hockey expert. I enjoy watching it, but I'm not going to dissect these games like I would a football game. Next up, we've got a Major League Baseball, and once again, I'm back to being a disciplined player. I'm forgetting the past. One bet max on each game. We start with the Atlanta Braves at the Philadelphia Phillies. So the pitching matchup in this one is still to be determined. The Braves did win 52 games on the road this year, including five of six in Philadelphia. We know Aaron Nola should get the start for the Phillies. He has good numbers against the Braves, a 3.30 ERA, over 34 appearances, a 2.59 ERA in 18 starts versus Atlanta in the city of Philadelphia. I'm gonna play the Phillies on this one. Not sure who's pitching for the Braves, but I like Philadelphia at home in game three phillies minus the 122 on the run line next up we got a target field it's the houston astros at the minnesota twins yeah this one didn't go my way yesterday it's jose y against joe ryan and i love joe ryan i think he has tremendous upside for the twinkies but his era post all-star break and injury was a 6.09 so i just can't look past that Meanwhile, Jose has a 5.35 ERA since the All-Star rank for the Astros and a 6.69 ERA in night games. So keep in mind, had Texas and Baltimore gone to game three, this game was scheduled for early afternoon in Minneapolis, but it got moved to the evening. And with that 6.69 split in the night, that could be a factor. Maybe help, helping my Twinkies out a little bit. But the Twins, I think they get the bats going in this one. The over eight is the play for me. I'm playing the Astros and the Twins over the eight for the game. Then the final game of the card for you, it's the LA Dodgers at the Arizona Diamondbacks. So how about this for a game three pitching matchup? It's Lance Lynn and Brandon Ploff. Yeah, Lynn has a 5.28 ERA in the season. Five months this year with an ERA over five. August was his only good month the entire season. Meanwhile, Brandon lasted just two and two-thirds innings at Milwaukee in the wild card round. Post-All-Star break, though, he was much better with a 4.22 ERA, but he did give up 10 runs over eight and two-thirds innings in two starts against the Dodgers. So I didn't think that Texas could sweep Baltimore, but they did. I didn't think Arizona would sweep LA, but now I do. Give me the D-backs on the money line, plus the 124 to eliminate the Dodgers. So let's recap your card for a Wednesday. In college football, I'm on Sam Houston and New Mexico State under the 21 and a half in the first half. I'm on UTEP plus the two at Florida International. On the frozen pond, I'm on the Carolina Hurricanes on the puck line, minus the one and a half against Ottawa at a plus 120. Major League Baseball, give me the Philadelphia Phillies on the money line, minus the 122 over the Atlanta Braves. I'll take the Houston Astros and the Minnesota Twins to go over the eight at Target Field. And I'm on the Arizona Diamondbacks on the money line, plus the 124 to eliminate the L.A. Dodgers. So that's your card for a Wednesday. I hope everyone has a great day. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money like me. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger